Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex podcast, the show where we discuss, rejoice, and analyze the entire tea of the James Bond phenomenon from Fleming to films and everything in between. Oh. Oh. This morning, well, first of all, I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is Edgar. I'm also one of your co-hosts. I'm Matt. You are Matt. Good morning. Morning. Uh, Actually... Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Quite right. Quite right. <laughs> uh, right on the money. You seem particularly chuffed, as the British would say. Chuffed being pleased, excited, uh, happy. Uh, might it be because... I'll take a wild guess here. Might it be because we're talking about a James Bond movie? Ooh. Ooh. Possibly. Yeah. It's not an original review. No. Uh, this was very short notice. We... Uh, we're not going to review all the details of what happens behind the scenes of the James Bond conflict, but this was a little bit short notice, and we said we need something. <laughs> we, we need to produce content, and um, it had been a while since we uh, I, I, I came to uh, Il Desire to record a podcast. Mm. It's been a little while, mm. and since we had previously... Il Desire off the um, coast of uh, the greatest place... Um... In Canada? The world? No. The Can- universe? Well, I mean... The multiverse? Look, we'll go to Kingston, um, we'll take my boat and we'll go to Kingston for lunch uh, after we're done with this. So Okay. After Jamaica, you mean? Yes. Yeah, so we're doing a Reloaded, which yeah. I feel, no, that's not true. I did a Reloaded with Emery just last month or two months ago. I did From Us With Love. Yes. So this is my second Reloaded in a couple of months. This is your first Reloaded in a while, I feel. Oh, yeah, I don't remember the last one I did. Uh, hmm. I, 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 you know what? Might have been Diane in the Day. Oh, right, 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 right. I was not on that one. Yeah. But it was a good episode. I think I listened I, to it. You know, I had it a little... I had it rough because uh, I had two non... Uh, <laughs> Non-Diane in the Day Yeah. You could have used me because I tend to... I'm a bit of a... A slick dick. Uh, whereas, <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. If if I, it if may you be, say if if I say red, you're gonna say blue. If I say blue, you're gonna say red. Type um, of deal? Not always, but if, I think if I had been on that episode, I don't remember the details of what happened on that episode. It's a little while ago, but I remember I remember listening to it. Had I been on that episode, even though I don't personally like Die Another Day very much. If I had seen Jason and Emery sort of beat up on you, I'm like, you know what? No, no, no. Oh. Fickish these guys. Let's go to bat for Dino. Uh, you know, I, I, I can take a beating, keep on ticking. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we are doing Thunderball Reloaded, mm-hmm. which feels, I guess in a sense, it feels apropos for a few reasons. I'll elaborate quickly. Uh, number one, as of this recording, it's still a little cold in Montreal. A little we're, cold. We're not out of it yet. Uh, it's it's 15 days until the start of spring. From. Yeah. yeah. Well, even by the time this episode comes up here in Montreal, it will still be a little yeah. bit chilly. <laughs> so, you know, and I think you've elaborated on this in the past, although for you, it's more Dr. No. You know, you like watching these movies, as do I. I like watching a movie like a Dr. No, like a Thunderball, when it looks like that outside. You know, it's, it's a bit of an es- escapism. It's true escapism. Yes. And the other reason why I think it's quite, uh, quite a judicious uh, choice, albeit a last-minute one, is we haven't talked about any version of Thunderball book or film since literally the early days of the podcast. Like, this is an old, 
It's an old film. It's from 65. But as far as a topic of discussion, this is an old topic. Yeah, I, I, I think the last time we broached the subject... Well, did you record that episode about the book or what? I did that a few days ago. I'm trying to pretend like that never happened okay. to make you feel special. But yes, this is the second time in about yeah. five days I talk about that. <laughs> for you, for the show, <laughs> it's different. But still, I mean, the last time we, we, we both of us approach uh, Thunderbolt was for a review of Never Seen Ever Again which I don't know. But wouldn't we have knocked that? Because that was back in the day where like, well, since we're doing the book, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Yeah. I feel like we would have talked about Never Say Never Again. But no, even then, that's it's, it's been a while. I think yeah. we I think we had just met Jean because I think I based my review on the time, that time that we uh, met Jean, saw the version of Never Say Never Again that has oh, the, the music. the David Arnold music? Yeah, yeah. from of the Bond movies. What a waste. You know, I, I did my own... Uh, re-edit of uh, that movie where I did the sound effects, my modified sound effect, but also uh, flares because the yeah, guns I remember that. don't uh, they, they don't shoot real guns in the beginning of that movie. It's weird. Um, but yeah. Well, they're all pretending to, 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 to I know, but I, I was practicing. Mm -hmm. like I, I wanted to see if I could and I did. I, I don't it know looked if I pretty decent, actually, as I recall. I'd have to see it again, but I remember it looking pretty I decent. I would have to find it. I don't know where it is, but I... I You know, I was actually pretty proud of that. Yeah, I had a yeah good those time. little flashes, and I believe there was even light on, like, the people shooting the guns. I can't uh, I Maybe. I might be making that up. No, I, I think remember. they're just flares, and um, I think I tried to, because he uses a sonic grenade in that sequence, and I mm. tried to, uh, I have, like, sort of, sort of a, sort of a uh, sparking component, mm. Uh, mm. and I, I modified, because I hate the, Sort of the sort of the the, the sound that you the woo woo like I, I had it <laughs> I, I had it like a really like a ringing sound okay. to it okay. which makes it more authentic when your ears okay. ring so um, I don't remember that actually but back to the actual thunderball <laughs> yeah uh, you know I, I, this is so last minute I don't I don't think either of us really came. As prepared as sometimes we like yeah, to but, be. Yeah, uh, but when um, we do it reloaded, it's you know a little bit. I more. read like three books. <laughs> Oh, I'm serious. I read the chapters of like three different books. I really? Have. Yeah. Uh, I, it's more based on my experience with the film than you know some anecdotal. Well, let's let's start with that. Like, what's what would you say? How far back do you go with Thunderball exactly? Do you have any recollection of the first time you saw this one, and how maybe your opinion has evolved over time uh, and where you are today? You know, probably the first time I saw it was you know when the. I don't know if the, it was for GoldenEye or one of the dies, but one of the, the the last time, or was it? Uh, it's they did the, those uh, VHS series where they had the faces of each, each Bond actor on in the on the cover. Um, yeah, it's I, I, some edition, but it's, I, I think it's mainly the VHS uh, VHS copy, and that's the first time I, I saw it on VHS, mm -hmm. which was probably nineteen. I'm going to say 1999 because I didn't watch them all. You know, it's something I, uh, you know, I, I, it's once I had a little bit of money, I could mm -hmm. rent movies on my own. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is when I, a, a summer, I rented all the movies, mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. after the other. And mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, I remember the cover. I remember it not because it, it looks like <laughs> the cover is uh, Day for Night. Is uh, ah, that's always it's, fun. It's, it's, it's kind of, those covers are horrible. Like it's, it's my least favorite. Do you, do you remember what your first opinion of uh, Thunderball was? Maybe uh, it was a little while ago. Uh, that's you know, uh, lost to this almost. I would say almost lost to the greens of times, but 
you know, the, the those early coronary movies, um, it, they're not made for modern audience audiences. Um, I, I can safely say that. I think uh, it's not a question of a, a, that they have ages that uh, I think, I don't know, man. It's it's it was weird rewatching that movie. And how so? I, I hate when you're doing that. You're you're interviewing you're interviewing me, you bastard. I'm putting my studies to. Uh, <laughs> uh, if know. listeners can guess, if the listeners can discern what my opinion of Thunderball is by the end of this episode, hats off. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and turn the tables on you. Honestly, my memories of that VHS viewing, that initial VHS, is I don't think I've watched it when it aired on TV that summer. What, mm-hmm. I think it's 96, 95. TQS. Yeah, good old TQS. <laughs> where they aired all of them back to back to back. I think I, I tapped out at, uh, or I was busy the weekend that they played uh, Thunderball because I don't remember it. Watching you mean it. Uh, Operation Tonnerre. Operation Tonnerre. Because I watched all the first four, the uh, first three, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember I watched them. I didn't like From Russia with Light. Thunderball, I liked it, but I found it weird that he gets captured halfway through the movie and he spends the the, the rest of the month. Goldfinger, you yeah, mean? Yeah, Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah. And Thunderball, Thunderball is my 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 issues with Thunderball. <laughs> I love your little thigh uh, thighs. Yeah, well, actually, those are, those yeah, are not, those they're are, not little thighs. They're, they're the thighs of of, of a man, of a Goliath. <laughs> uh, I love your little size because oh. uh, every time you did a little sneak peek about uh, Matthew Claire One Hundred One, I've noticed mm-hmm. if you are about to embark on a topic that you're maybe not too keen on, you do that sometimes. The thing with Thunderball is, <laughs> I know. Uh, you're giving people tips, and next time I play poker with with people from the community, I'm gonna get beaten because they 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 know all my <laughs> my tells because of you. Uh, but yeah, I, I you know I have issues with Thunderbolt, but I don't know if they're from my memory of the book now is faint. It's been a while since I've read that book. Mm. Uh, you might be able to. Uh, uh, yeah. explain or remind some because mm-hmm. there's so many it feels like they add like it's it is a narrative that has by design a, 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 a sort of a ticking time bomb component mm-hmm. that yep. is not relied on cinematically to to create suspense he's he spends most of his time uh just trying to bang that uh french chick that's most of the movie is he's you mean uh, the lady that is Claudine Auger? Yes. Let's be clear. But it's, it's funnier if I see that French chick. Uh, he tries to, 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 get, to, to get in bed with uh, Claudine Auger throughout the most of the movie. And there's so many, they had so many like, non-essential sequences and characters. The character of Polo, if I'm correct, complete invention, not in the book. She is uh, not in the book, no. Character of Fiona Volpe, complete invention. Not in the book. Insofar as the book doesn't have a, a femme fatale, you're, you're correct. Uh, the only nuance I would bring to the point is that the, the, our leading lady in the book has some Fiona Volpe in her. She has that fire in her. So yes, yeah, that, it's, it's one of those things that they did for the film, whereas they took that lone character, who's also nicknamed Domino in, in the novel, and they sort of split her into two. A really awesome femme fatale. And this absolutely gorgeous, but maybe not the most interesting <laughs> leading lady. But also, if I remember correctly, the, you know, you're saying, but she's not, she's not evil. She's more like 
I don't know. She, she, I remember the book. She, she tells. Oh, she's, she's not evil, but the 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 uh, feistiness of Fiona Volpe is in Domino yeah, the book. She's a bit more. Uh, she's she, she, she she's has, not a villain. She's she's our leading lady in the book. She she has more of uh, yeah feistiness. Uh, so it means like there's two three sequences that are added to, to to extend the narrative for no reason that you know. The, the, the multiple assassination on James Bond, the same, like I read, it's all the same evening. So you go, Polo gets killed. He goes to, 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 to the, um, what's his face, uh, Largo's uh, house, almost get, gets eaten by sharks, goes back to his place, sleeps with Fiona Volpe. Then after that, like I don't know how long they, 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 they screwed for, but it's the same evening it's and Jean Canoe is still going on. So uh, oh, I, I don't know. I think uh, it's all night, probably. I don't they know stop it, at sundown. Yeah, prob- probably because they're still like, woo, party time. So he goes to a club, dances, kill, gets a Kifiano Volpe killed, and then like that, that entire sequence is over. That evening is over. I'm like, okay, it's it's ridiculous. Like, they, you know. Well, if it's in the wintertime and the sun sets a little bit earlier, uh, you know, if the action starts at around six o'clock, yeah, it could end at around. Are you doing a clarification for me? I'm happy to. Jesus. Doesn't happen often. But, you know, I, I, that's me being nitpicky, asshole, 21st century viewer. Uh, but I, f- I don't know. Do we know how, uh, how involved the broccolis and saltsmans were? And if it's true that uh, What's-His-Face was really the producer? Well, Thunderball, as per the opening credits, says presented by... Uh, Cubby Broccoli and Harry. Did you just give him money for for the to make the film his way, or did, uh, did he have creative control? Well, I'd have to read the the Battle of Bonn uh, book, which I, I have a copy of, but I've never another uh, show. Open. That's a for another show, but, uh, but I'm just speculating. Clearly, here. the fact that his uh, McClory and Whittingham, like their names, are in the credits. Yeah. In fact, I was paying attention to that when I watched the film earlier. Um, you know what what the movie script is based on. It's not based on Ian Fleming's Thunderbolt. It's based on the story ideas of Ian Fleming, Jack Whittingham, and Kevin McClory. So, obviously, some money was exchanged for their names to to be there. And and I do remember reading that that uh, McClory was, to an extent, present on set. Uh, you know. From there, what sort of influence did he have on the overall picture? I, that's where I would probably have to read, you know, the, 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 the history books about that subject matter. But, you know, for his name to be in the opening credits, and it's, it's unmissable, it's huge, white, bold characters, you know, obviously he had some sort of an involvement. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, it's the only one that's only presented by Cubby and Harry. You know, they're usually producers. Yeah. This is our stuff. Here they're just presenting Thunderball. And uh, it's not like we have that much behind the scenes footage that from the period that I, I haven't looked at many of it if it exists. But yeah, it's weird because it feels so bloated. It feels like they're they're uh, they took the script or the story of Thunderball, but they surgically grafted elements from Goldfinger, uh, from even from Russia with Love to this movie, and it just creates a so the sacrificial lamb. There's no sacrificial lamb in the original Thunderball novel. No. There's no femme fatale. So it's these elements are grafted to to fit the formula that was established. Like uh, Goldfinger is sort of the, uh, the 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 original recipe for for a James mm-hmm. Bond movie. It's a Coca Cola like mm-hmm. prime. And every, every movie after that, they 
yeah, they take a liberal mm -hmm. inspiration. They always yeah. they, that's their when people talk about Bond, ah, Goldfinger's the best, and they're always trying to go back mm -hmm. to that film, which is weird because I mean, From Russia with Love is better. <gasps> But From Us With Love has a completely different type of I know, of I know. That and, just, that you know it's, it doesn't matter. It's just, they, they always go back. So it's weird that they've altered the book, the, the, the narrative of the book, that much that they, it, it creates a narrative girt, I would call it. But the funny thing about the film, um, even though I enjoy it quite a bit, is having, having read the book just a few days ago, there are a lot, especially at Shrublands and the NATO, the takeover of the of that plane. Um, there are. I noticed that there were a lot of plot details that if you're, you know, if you're washing the dishes or you're making popcorn, it's like, oh, that's they just said something super important. Otherwise, yeah. none of this makes any sense. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> when you're reading the book, well, it's obviously they elaborated. I mean, there's a whole chapter that's about a dozen pages in the book about. In this movie, it's uh, uh, Francois. Who gets killed but we hardly see you know him in the book the guy get, he dies in the book he has a whole chapter to himself yeah so all these details are elaborated on extensively in the novel whereas in the film the setup is it's it's a little bit too rat tat tat as far as plot details um, they, they needlessly uh how can I say that? They make this that that character, that character motivation, way too complicated for nothing. In the book, they just bribe the 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 mm -hmm. muffle so that mm -hmm. he, yeah. he, he, he he takes over the plane. Here, no, there's a double, and it's just weird for weirdness' sake. <laughs> it it is that I don't mind it, but that weird 1960s uh, psychedelic. Um, uh, the Avengers, but not the Marvel one. Mm -hmm. The uh, mm -hmm. or the what, what's it's called? The uh, the prisoner, uh, the prisoner. prisoner with, I think that's what it's called. I'm not a number. Uh, mm -hmm. It's weird for winner's sake. Just okay. Here's a double, but why? That's why did they? Like, they could have spent. I don't know how much money on, on fixing the guy's face so he looks like a pilot, so that for ten seconds he can take over the plane. Well, he could. They could just. Bought the guy. Oh, you know what? We have your sister. She's host, uh, our, our hostage. Yeah. Uh, you do what you, we want. So, mm -hmm. Or if, yeah. we, if you don't, we, we will kill you. You know, that makes the character more in the, more understandable. I wonder when did plastic surgery take on or take off? Take off. When did plastic surgery really take off as, you know, oh, people get plastic surgery? Was it in the late 50s, early 60s? Is that maybe why they. Probably, after, you know, I'm going I'm to take a guess. Post World War II, people are, are come back gloriously mauled. Yeah. Mauled. Mauled. Well, mauled is usually when an animal oh, attacks you. Okay, but, so uh, disfigured yeah. from the war, and mm -hmm. that's probably where it it, it it became more commonplace. Yeah. But I, to me, it feels like more like a nineteen eighties type of thing that you know the the, the common folk got plastic yeah. surgery. Regardless of how many times I see this film, I. I I need to pay attention to that sequence because I can never remember who the other Cause dude Because technically is. you see that dude for like a one scene for... <laughs> we can probably count the number of frames that the real Francois appears in. Mm. So when, he, when you're supposed... To, you never grieve for that mm. character because you realize 
way late in the movie. Okay, that's not the guy, but that's the, mm. that was the guy that was pretending to be that guy that died. Yeah, it's makes it way over complicated to nothing. And speaking of over complicated, now this isn't a big moment; it's a small moment. But still, it, it, it stood out to me when I watched the film this time was when Bond is uh, sneaky Bond time. We all love our sneaky Bond. And he's sneaking around Shrublands at night, and, and he discovers the deceased Francois. He uh, mm-hmm. un- unfurls the, uh, the uh, bandage. And you can see Count Lippi behind a, a wall or a curtain with his pistol. But there's someone else at the window going to, oh, who's the other? We never even see this other person. Bond just kills this other ber- person. I don't remember. Keep, keep Count Lippi's left there. I don't know. It's uh, very strange. It, it's a, it, you know, it's uh, for a movie because it, it's a, it's a big movie, especially for the time. It was, and they talk about it when you watch them. It, it is a expensive movie to make, and you know, but also it was kind of Russian, kind of like let's shoot this quickly. There's a few mistakes still, like clearly visible continuity mistakes, and you know, narrative. Uh, Oh, with the underwater stuff, it, I mean, they really pushed the envelope. And I, on the whole, I think it looks phenomenal. I love the underwater stuff in Thunderball, but you know, you can tell that's not Adolfo Celli. The guy's got like beautiful <laughs> blonde hair. Now Adolfo Celli's like obviously in his late fifties or whatever. It's like, uh, yeah, he's you know there's the, the, the um, there's and they they just want to show you what they're oh let's show you underwater stuff mm-hmm. it, it, the bomb movies do that they when they bring a new element or something cool they put a especially during that period the only time in the 90s i think i think they stopped doing that but until the mid 80s they were like look this new thing we're gonna sh- mm-hmm. shine a spotlight on it wow he's mm-hmm. doing snowboard mm-hmm. Let's play the let's play the the the, the Beach Boys, mm. but not the Beach Boys, the cover mm. band of the Beach mm. Boys. A oh, expensive. So. It, let's look, look at that flip across uh, the, the, the 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 river. Look at it. Oh my God, it's awesome. Let's put a sound effect to accentuate the fake yeah. the, the yeah. fact. Like, and I think they, the, they they have the same thing with underwater. There's so much underwater in. You know, it's glorious and and technically it's a marvel to look at, but it's, it's kind of boring. I think it's perhaps a little bit excessive in the sense that there's a lot of there's a lot of minutes. It'd be interesting to do a, a minute counter on how much time the film spends underwater. Uh, in that respect, it might be a little obsessive. Um, I, I find, and and this is I'm being completely honest. Every time it's uh, the climax, the big battle. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. The best James Bond movies, as everyone knows, is too many armies going at it. Those are the best climaxes. And this one has it underwater. I think that looks spectacular. I think it's amazing when everybody's getting like arrows in, or harpoons rather, harpoons in their arms and my arm, you know. I think that's fantastic. I can never get enough of that climax. Uh, That being said, the... uh, when he's uh, taking pictures underwater uh, at night, you know that one's maybe not great. That's... Not sure why we're doing it's. It's kind of in the book, although there's a barracuda in the book. Um, not. I'm not exactly sure why we're doing that in the movie, knowing that we're gonna have this freaking awesome battle in daylight. No, that not under a big boat in the shadows. Um, that's a bit of a strange one. It's uh, uh, you know it's it's sloppy at times. I find I I I, I and I think they were in love with the technology. It's, you know 
they had to make i don't know if they had a time limit that they needed you know needs to hit uh, two hours mm -hmm. to be released mm -hmm. or if they were just in love with oh my god because apparently uh Kevin Mc McClure really, uh, I think, oh, I know that Fleming loved, you know, he built his, uh, his, his summer house uh, next to uh, mm -hmm. uh, sort of his mm -hmm. own personal lagoon. Um, so I, we know that he loved swimming and everything. But, you know, uh, the one thing about swimming that, uh, like, underwater fights are not the... the what is ex you know when I, I just do snorkeling I have we uh, we've discussed about getting our licenses uh, for for uh, not to kill no not to kill <laughs> exactly not to kill but to to dive and one of the things about underwater that is fascinating and they've done it in other Bond movies but it, it, it's the tension in the in the claustrophobia the claustrophobia mm -hmm. claustrophobia um, you got it. Uh, I think you did. Claustrophobia. Tabarnak. Claustrophobia. 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 The fear of being. Uh, the, the fear of being sort of. T'aimes pas ça être dans les places serrées, Carlis. Buried alive, because you know the, your entire environment, the thing that you are in, is isolated, so you can't breathe mm -hmm. underwater. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you're, you're okay. Yeah, molding my. Well, just, you can't breathe underwater. I'm not Aquaman, <laughs> or even Namor. Only Jason Momoa can breathe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I can't breathe on the water. Breathe on the water. But it, it's it is, it's it's it can be nerve wracking. You know, mm -hmm. I've 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 mm -hmm. watched some people on YouTube do go cave diving. Mm -hmm. I could, you know, I want to get my license. I'm not doing any of that mm -hmm. shit. Like, mm -hmm. I'm I'm a, mm -hmm. I'm way too. Uh, I'm I'm not comfortable with yeah. that. Well, it's, it's, it Water, is I don't care. Uh, it's it's it, I, I'm I, I'm a good swimmer. I'm a strong swimmer. I'm comfortable in water. But you add an element of being locked in. But still, mm -hmm. it, it it is a component of of on the, of diving. When you dive, you you know you you have a couple meters until your surface. So uh, mm -hmm. when you don't feel your your you feel your breath uh, running out, well, guess what? You have to go up. So if mm -hmm. not, you're gonna you're gonna start taking water, and it's very unpleasant, and you might actually drown. Mm -hmm. Um, last time I I went to di diving, I just I had a weighted belt, and I'm a pretty big guy, so I had a lot of weights uh, mm -hmm. to just uh, barely keep me uh, at uh, to make me buoyant. Mm -hmm. um, but the, you know the stuff they were doing in those sequences, there's nothing that they're, they're all in the, that scuba gear. They're just having choreographed fights. You can see like the guys. Swinging his uh, knife towards the guy, and the guy already has the, his end up to block the guy. Okay, that's it's, it's it's and you can't fight really well underwater, so it's sluggish. Everyone looks sluggish. It's, they can just shoot stuff. I I I take your point. I'm not the, the only thing. I, the, the things that I, you you can't say anything is uh, every time there's a shark or a uh, beastie. Yeah. It is the closest thing to to Fleming we 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 get from that era, and even today I don't think they, I don't think the 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 the, um, the people would allow them to film with real fishes, uh, and you would have I mean, to fish like any like fish? a barracuda like you, right you okay. can't really train a barracuda no, it's a little difficult I've heard, <laughs> and you would have to CGI it and um, mm. yeah it's it's kind of like that. Uh, 
Komodo Dragon. If in... they can CGI a Komodo Dragon, Matt, they can CGI a Barracuda. Yeah, but... The... On 26, let's go. It doesn't look good. <laughs> I love sharks. You know, and they bring back sharks and bomb. Uh, I, I want sharks and bomb again. Like, we haven't tra- we haven't had a shark in a bomb movie since 1989. Rabout do. So, 26, bring sharks back, please. Anything could be done through editing, too. I mean, there are editing tricks oh, yeah. up the wazoo that can make it really feel like... De- well, no, Daniel Craig won't be Daniel Craig, but whoever the 007th actor is, you know... Tom Hardy. Make Tom Hardy look like he's in the same pond with... Henry Cavill. Uh, make Henry Cavill look like he's Aaron, in the same... Is this Aaron Johnson, Johnson? Make Aaron Johnson look like he's in the same uh, lake as the shark. Yeah. <laughs> In the same pond. Look, I'm not going to contest your um, individual points. Uh, You know, the one-on-one battles are a little sluggish. You can maybe tell that it's choreographed. Uh, I I think you're right and justified in saying all those things. I think what gets me every time when I see that climax is the big no pun intended, is the bigger picture. Uh, just the <laughs> the massive amount of extras that are in those shots. And True. there's the one... I, where, I, you, know, you know what? I, I, I'm complaining. I'm nitpicking. But it's it's fun to see two armies going at it. We haven't... They haven't done that in, in, in quite a number of years. And it's all it's always a thrill to, to watch. Two. And this one's underwater. And what? And I, I know you do this too. You're 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 a, a very astute cinephile. It's that you know this thing is from 1965. Like they didn't CGI anything. <laughs> no, it's done. It's like God damn. This must have been elaborate. Oh to God, it must have been such a nightmare to shoot. Deep. And it probably it probably like. Contributed to uh, Sean Connery's frustration because they probably went over schedule all uh, <laughs> plenty. I find his performance. It, it, I think it's Pete Connery in Thunderball, and I think it's 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 due to the, the, he's uh, working with uh, uh, your favorite uh, director, Terrence Young, yeah. with whom he got on quite well, I believe. And I I, th- I think it shows like, there's a, a level of uh, sophistication to his acting. I found I, I find. Uh, some some of the choices he makes, and you and you listen to the commentary track, and it it more or less explains that you know the the, the multiple times the 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 for the acting scenes mm-hmm. they really worked on, together on those mm-hmm. to to make sure that they the you know. I think one of the reasons why someone could make the case that it's Pete Connery, such as you are now, is. One of those factors is that Terrence Young is back. That's number one. Number two, uh, I want to make myself as clear as possible. One is Terrence Young, and two is that Thunderball comes immediately after Goldfinger, the one that really blew up the spy craze and James Bond is uber popular. But as you and I know, as many fans know, you know, Goldfinger is kind of the funky one in the first Fab Four. It's a little bit out there uh, mm. with respect to certain things. It's also the, one of the more jokier ones. And the vibe I get, the film, Connery's performance in Thunderball, is it's a post-Goldfinger movie, so they need to sort of keep that sexy confidence. You know, Connery's yeah. just the sexiest guy in the room. Most con- but it's still a Terrence Young film. And Terrence Young doesn't really have it in him to do what 
Guy Hamilton does. He has his own style. And it's kind of the marriage of those two things. Well, Goldfinger was so huge, we can't forsake that tone completely. So we're going to preserve a little bit of it, but we're still going to direct Connery the Terrence Young way. And I think it's an interesting marriage. Uh, I may be completely off base. I wasn't there on set. But but that's sort it's of the vibe I get. Have. Yeah, that's the vibe it's I get. Smith. I mean, it's a... When you explain it, the way you see it, I'm like, oh yeah, actually, I can, I can see it. And there's a lot of uh, one-liners that were added uh, in in post that I'm like, oh, that that's a that's a Goldfinger pun. Possibly, I, I will say this. You know, if I'm going to start picking nits as well, is that uh, now a lot of actors in these early films were were dubbed but beyond dubbing i find there's a lot of adr in mais comme c'est vraiment évident plus mm. um him and the french uh, secret agent in the pre-title sequence like that's in the studio <laughs> those voices are from the studio those studios voices are not from the set and i think it's a little bit intense rub the lips in, that don't match. yeah yeah i think it's a little bit intense in oh, thunderball oh my favorite the, the blooper it's uh bouvard that's that's not, <laughs> yeah. that's not that's not that's not spelled the right way <laughs> i think it's boutier yeah and this is bouvard it's like yeah no 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 well, i think nobody you... caught that you know what it's it's don't worry, I'm not really gonna come massively to the fence of the filmmakers, but just you know I'll I won't hit a home run. I'll I'll go I'll do a bunt. <laughs> uh, is um, you know, in my humble opinion, clearly they didn't have they didn't have anybody on set who really knew the French language well. No. and when you don't know, yeah, but you and I are saying this. Guess what? We're perfectly bilingual. Easy for us. When you don't know a language very well. What the hell is right or wrong? Put me on a set where it's German and I'm the director. There's probably a sign in my movie where you know the poor people in Berlin and Munich who are going to see my movie like what the hell is that? Like this is this did this idiot Edgar Chapu not check his German? <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't speak the language. You know, so okay, okay, it's a, it's a, it's a point, but still, it's still a mistake. Hey, hmm. but, if it was you know. Guy Hamilton, it would have been unforgivable because I think Guy, I think he spoke French. Yeah. He spoke perfect French. Yeah. That uh, Jean met him a few times before he passed. Keeps saying, yeah, he spoke mm. very, perfect French, or without any accents at all. And yeah, how many people do you think who don't speak French pick up on that detail? None of them. <laughs> none of them. None <laughs> of like, them. You know, this is a very Quebecois. But it's <laughs> weird because I think the fr- the, when you watch the, the French dub, I think they called him Bouvard still. It's like you could just, Oh, yeah. They, oh, in French, they call him Bouvard? Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit weird. It's weird. <laughs> you have to match the lips, but, you know, Boutier, mm. Bouvard, Boutier, Bouvard. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think of the pre-title sequence? Uh, you know, it's... It's a bit of a funny one. It, it's... The ton, it's the Goldfinger effect again. It's, you know what? It reminds me of. I'm gonna segue, but um, the second Avengers movie where it's bigger, bolder, blow, blow, bloated, and is it, it, is it bigger? I don't remember the second one very well, much. There's more characters. There's more action. There's oh, more, yeah. more, 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 more. But it, it's it's like oh, we had the. Uh, 
the uh, you know the opening of a movie he blew up a uh, drug factory here uh let's uh let's have him use a jetpack you know jet- <laughs> jetpacks are cool yeah yeah they are so, so they had to find a way to so you so, so i'm sorry to interrupt i'm doing this so i just we're recording we're recording yeah, so yeah. so jetpacks are not cool is that what i'm getting uh I'm okay, so, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Jet, jet, jetpacks jet, are not cool. Jetpacks are awesome. <laughs> but I, I know what you mean. I know they, what you mean. It's weird. You know, do you feel the... Okay, you're writing Thunderball. I come at you and say, Edgar, Edgar, uh, we're making Thunderball, but, but here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to write a scene where Bond... Because we, we got... We got We, we, we found some people we have a jetpack we mm. can actually shoot a scene with a jetpack so you want it underwater r- write us a scene where James Bond uses a jetpack I got you I got your back so that's, you know, <laughs> it's a weird method of escape who put the jetpack there that's a how long has it been there you know it's it's the type of movie I think it's uh, Spielbergism when he explains about the uh how he made those, those Indiana Jones movies so when you think about it too much you know uh it doesn't make sense <laughs> no. like uh, you, 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 something about painting that you know you step over it and quickly enough so they don't notice, notice yeah. the steps well it's and, the famous uh T-Rex uh, saving them from the raptor it's like did nobody hear this dinosaur <laughs> it's like guys how did the T-Rex get in the door's tiny <laughs> It makes no sense, but it, it's it's kind of cool. I mean, I, you've, I've shown you the From Russia with Love uh, video game. You can actually fly that jetpack mm-hmm. in that game. That's fun. It's awesome. That's fun. But it's kind of silly in that movie. And that entire beginning is is made up for the movie. It's doesn't mm. you know doesn't it, it is it's it's a it, I mean you barely notice that he, he gets injured in that sequence. He never limps. He's never like, oh. No. Like Brosnan looks more injured that like that one shot you see in The War's Not Enough when he's like, oh, I'm looking at his shoulder when the fade <laughs> to credits. Yeah. <laughs> Great acting. But, uh, <laughs> just one more screw. <laughs> um, no, I, I, it, it's a funny one, this pre-title sequence. This is a weird one. It's a Goldfinger uh, effect. Uh, you know, it's, they're, they're, they're trying to adhere to a formula. The, the, the first three films, they were making films. And this one's like, we have a formula that we mm. need to follow. There are, uh, we're playing to our audience now. We're not making movies necessarily because we're adapting books. We're, we're, we're doing, mm. it's, it, it feels like the, a little bit more formulaic than the first three. The one thing in the pre-title sequence, however, that I, I can't get past um, are the are the water hoses coming oh. out of the car? Like, it's um, weird. Like that's that's <laughs> how you end that, that sequence. Like he never really gets away. Just like oh no, I'm wet. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I can't stop him. I can't get up. No, and it, and and his car won't start, which is like. Wow, man! I, I, if I were Bond, like the next scene you see, Bond is him giving shit to to Q. It's like you effing car yeah. stalled on me. Yeah. We're supposed to have the best technology. You put so many gadgets, and then you didn't fix the engine. I forgot to put the motor. In. Yeah, <laughs> it's it didn't start. It's very strange. It's a, it is a strange way to end it. It's not good, also for Aston Martin as a brand. Oh, buy our fancy car. It won't start. <laughs> But if there are people 
approaching your car then you don't want them to touch it just press a little button and uh you wash can ho- them hose them hose them down yeah it's a bit of a bit of a weird one um you know one of the things i always claim uh when my mind goes to thunderball is uh and i've said this for a few years is that it's, it's the sexiest spawn movie you know if if they on a, on a sexual uh on a sexual tension scale of 1 to 10 like for me thunderball is 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 a 10 uh you have molly peters you have claudine Auger, uh you have fiona volpe you have paula you know it, it, and every like most of the background extras are 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 like yeah, extremely attractive woman. Like, yeah, except for that scene in the casino where uh, Largo was playing. Uh, Can't there's a granny next to him? Yeah, he brought his mother. Yeah, he brought his mother. Although the 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 lady uh, next to Connery yeah, looks looks is a bit of a looker. The one he dances with is a mm-hmm. bit of a looker. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Would you agree that uh, not not that you have to, but but would you agree that it's. If it's not the most sexy, it's one of okay. among the sexier ones. Let's um, imagine. It might be hard, but, you know, uh, uh, you meet a lady and she says, oh, um, you know, uh, I, I know that you love Bond. Uh, well, let's watch a Bond movie. <laughs> never. Uh, that's never happened in my life. Yeah, no, it's science, complete science fiction. <laughs> um, and let's say I don't necessarily plan to get too caught up in the action and I want something that I can easily make a move and smooch on the Maya mm-hmm. lady. Mm-hmm. I'm putting this movie on. Yeah, probably. It's it it's more of a vibe. Like the narrative, you know, it's, it's my my issues that you know, I don't know if you've you've read the book recently. Mm-hmm. Did is is it me or is it is the book much better than both of adaptation? They never nailed that that story for, for cinema. I think, as far as plot construction, um, and no spoilers, you have to listen to the episode <laughs> I did with uh, Emery and Matt number two, is that as far as plot construction goes, it's a fairly sound book. Not great, but it's fairly sound, and it sort of, quote, makes sense, end quote, in the context of a Fleming Bond yeah. novel. C'est un bout. The vibe I get with Thunderball, the film, is, and I believe you hinted at this earlier, but I'll verbalize it maybe differently. The vibe the, th- the movie gets, g- gives me is, it looks great. Connery's sexy as hell. He's surrounded constantly by women any of us would like to have uh, holding our arm. Um, and a bunch of stuff happens. <laughs> that's, just, that's the vibe I get when I watch it Thunderball. It is. I, I think you've summed it up perfectly. <laughs> Like, a bunch of stuff happens. You know, for, for a movie, it, it's kind of like the Tomorrow Never Dies of its time. Because Tomorrow Never Dies, there's a, he has 72 hours to mm. fix, mm. The, 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 to, to find out to sign the Dimension. World War Three. Christ. <laughs> you have 48 hours. Um. But here, like, yes, a week. And you, you feel like he's on vacation. <laughs> Yeah. Like so he, there's no pressure. It's like, oh, take it easy, Mr. Bond. Uh, you know how lazy this movie. Is? I I have nothing but love for Thunderball. Oh, but we're, we're, but I mean, we're net nitpicking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we're the fans. You know, we we allow ourselves to do this. You know how lazy this movie is. When Bond meets Domino for the first. Oh, so your name's James Bond. You've been my 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 form. You know, can you give me a lift? I have an important engagement. Two seconds later, you want lunch, and she justifiably says, "What about your important engagement?" 
We never, we never even hear Bond's answer. It's just like, that's not important. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit, 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 bullshit. Uh, <laughs> cut to them, uh, cut to him trying to seduce her with conch chowder. <laughs> and he made love underwater, which I'm like, man, I've been snorkeling. I've not yet gotten my license, but... I, well, we've all been underwater a little yeah, bit. But screw, yeah, but screwing underwater, you know, you need to modify your breathing. And that's not breeding for uh, strenuous activities. Uh, so I'm like, and if you do strenuous activity, you tend to uh, deplete your uh, oxygen uh, reserves yeah. quicker. So I'm like, that's that's really weird. That's something you forgot. He's James Bond. Oh, he <laughs> he's got his little rebreather re device. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can keep up with you, young lady. I had a joke, but we'll keep this PG. Uh, you know, it's 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 one of those things. But yeah, it's um, isn't there one? Is it the first time they make? No, they they only make love underwater once. But they're like the bubbles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guess what they're doing? That's, What's that's, that stupid thing you always do? Having <laughs> sex. I never do that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little, it's a little, uh, little. Uh, let me ask you the big question. After this, we can stop the episode. Okay. Would you? Let's be real. You know, we're men. Yeah. We're 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 warm blooded. Go ahead, go ahead. Heteros, we're warm blooded heterosexual men. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's a great Sunday afternoon. <laughs> um. Fiona Volpe or um, what's her face? <laughs> Domino Derval. Uh, you know, tough choice, but or Paula. Why we put Paula in there too? You know oh, what, no, man? You, you know what? This was the first time. Not that I didn't like. Oh, no, uh, no, no. I, don't, I don't. I don't want to choose. I'm like I choose. <laughs> I choose threesome. <laughs> oh, actually, that's that, that, that's a foursome. That's you, a foursome. You choose correctly. Uh. <laughs> No, uh, you know, they're, they're all, uh, but, um, yeah, I'm being a pig here, but, you know, they're, they're all a very attractive woman, but character-wise, uh, yeah, I probably, you know what, uh, Fiona Volpe, kind of crazy, uh, you, you know, you could nail her, but for, after that, she, she'd she, nail you, she'd nail you, <laughs> uh, Domino, you know what, she's not the book version, Kind of boring as a character. She's a little boring. She's a little boring. Paula, Paula had a sense of humor. She was sexy as hell. Uh, you know, she 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 was willing to die for queen and country. Yeah, it's a bit she, sad. It, yeah, it's really sad. So I uh, you know in my own rewrite, uh, if I put myself in Thunderball, mm. I'm saving Paula. Yeah, save. I don't know how, but I'm saving Paula. Yeah, yeah that She's sense. my leading lady at the end. Right, right. No, I get it. I get it. I I can't argue with that. I, I have to admit that. Making it sound like I'm going to make this shocking admission, quite the contrary. But, but I, I really get a kick, and I, I know we had fun with the previous question. But I'm being more serious. I really get a kick out of Fiona Volpe. I think that character oh, God, is man, that character, so that actress, man, that actress. <laughs> and I find her and Connery have such good chemistry. In that they movie. do. I, they I, do. It's, it, I wish they made another movie. It's something like a, a kitchen sink drama where there's play a couple that's mm. bickering all the time because mm. that's that's what they feel like they're always bickering. I I I 
I'd, I'd pepper it with some comedy though, because they both have that. Yeah, but for, like, I'm th- you know what, a sitcom. What they're th- this yeah. this couple that's married to uh, romantic comedy, uh, yeah, starring Sean Connery and uh, Luciana Paluzzi. That would be quite something. That's 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 a missed opportunity, right? Oh there. yeah, the, the, the things you know. The thing about Bond movies is that they always have something that makes it special. They have a great element, and this, the frustrating thing is that sometimes they don't. 100% capitalize mm-hmm. on it. And I find that Fiona Volpe, she, cr- like that actress, mm-hmm. Luciana, she created the, the template for the femme fatale. Mm-hmm. Not, only f- not only for Bond movies, but every freaking spy action adventure mm-hmm. since. There might have been others before that I'm not aware of. Mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, I, don't, I haven't seen every movie mm-hmm. that was ever made. And sometimes I have big holes in my mm-hmm. filmography. But it feels like she, she, mm-hmm. she had a cultural... Uh, importance mm-hmm. that is not to be denied. I I, I feel that strongly about it. It helps that it's a Bond movie too, which yeah. was insanely popular. But she, at no, the, time. the actress is on point. Or chemistry with Connery, it's mwah. yeah. She has some good scenes with uh, Largo too, yes. where uh, I will and she's not dumb. You know? She's not dumb. She's one of the few that is not yeah. dumb. She's she kept her accent. She's easy to understand. It it makes her more attractive and more a performance or performance more uh poignant or I think you just hit the nail on the head or i believe as the british would say you put the tail on the donkey i think that's what they say um the fact that she's not dubbed makes a world of difference there's a believe we're talking about yeah power, actually the bond I, th- world, I, I just said it and that yeah, you're, I think I, 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 I. You're. I'm not right. You're right. No, I, I think I. 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 I I've uh, put in words what I've always felt subconsciously, but it makes a world of difference. She's believable, you know, uh, within the context of a femme fatale. Because a it's movie, her voice. Believable. It's 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 her actual performance. Yeah. It's not some other person who came in after the fact and just oh, her accent's too thick, so let's modify it a little mm. bit. And Thunderball gets a, a little bit. Meta in so far as after uh, she and, and Bond uh, make love, uh, and uh, he's uh, accosted by her her goons. Uh, you know she says, "Oh, right, you think I'm one of these bimbos, or will you you know you uh, we fornicate, and then I'll start singing heavenly choirs, and not this one." Um, you know that's I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be a direct reference oh, to yeah. uh, the poor old uh, beaten and beat up. Uh, uh, Pushy yeah, Also, yeah, also yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's her face in from Russia with love, but n- n- to a lesser degree. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's, I would say much lesser degree, but yeah. I sort of understand where you're going with that. For something, uh, it's 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 the movie. It's becoming like they're breaking the fourth wall. Yes. Basically. Yes. Yes. Which there's is, a lot of that in that movie. Like when you think, is start, there a lot of it? When you start thinking about it, like when he talks to himself. When is he talking? Oh, there's a few times where he's 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 quipping and he's talking to sharks. He, oh right, yeah. Does he not do that in the previous ones? It doesn't feel like he does. Like he he, he needs he needs. Well, other other bond bonds have you know they're like Brosnan does it all the time. <laughs> Maybe a little bit too much. Yeah. You wonder is he. Is he bipolar or does he have a mental disorder that he needs? Does he have an imaginary friend that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's just playing to the audience. You know, there's a bit of that where it's like borderline. You could say, that, but you know, it's, 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 there's a meta quality mm. that uh, it was probably 
not, they're commenting on themselves. They're starting to be a little bit self-referential, and I I don't mind it. It you know it's it these are are are, are pop art. They're not meant to be taken that seriously. <laughs> I mean, we deconstruct these movies, we analyze them, we make jokes about them, but it's from from a place of love. Oh, of course. But at the same time, when you compare it to modern movies where it's taken so seriously. And to a degree, where it becomes I mean, bizarre. Is a, a Marvel uh, movie taken no, no, that I'm, serious? No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm thinking about specifically talking about modern Bond movies. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that. He killed Bond in the last movie. They're, they're yeah, it's also the same movie where he chugs a, a martini glass and then th- <laughs> pitches the tray onto what's his Emery's favorite stupid character there you know you know it's so you know, I don't know if, I, I, I I get where you're going with it I don't know if I can go all the way with I'm, you I'm but, not but, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm it's a I'm, you know the adjust the, the last one is probably not the darkest one I, I would say that Quantum is much nastier than than, yeah, and even uh, something like License to Kill is a bit nastier, uh, not a bit, but a lot. Yeah, I mean, it, they, they, it is. Yeah, they it bring is. in sometimes real elements where you know it, the Bond lives in that magical world where uh, he, he's depoliticized. Mm-hmm. He's not really yeah. fighting another country. It's always captains of industries or rogue agents, yeah. and it's never that. You know, you did some tongue-in-cheek. You could show that movie to a twelve. Most Bond movies to a twelve-year-old, twelve-year-old kid, and they a well understand and b not be bored. Some of the more recent ones, either they wouldn't understand or they'd be bored because it's way too long and it's meandering into a mm-hmm. plot that never coalesces to something cohesive. Well, maybe that's one thing Thunderball has in its its favor, which maybe perhaps we're contradicting ourselves a little bit because earlier we said that the plot's a little bit uh, messy, but the overarching mission is fairly simple. You know, Spectre has stolen two nuclear uh, bombs, but uh, but missiles. I think they they need... They have a scene to explain the plot uh, when he gets his mission and he like he has to unpack his, his little dossier. Now that we're all for, here. For, for, for the uh, dumb people or yeah. the people who aren't paying attention in the, in the audience, that's why that scene is here. Like what right. they, 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 they want you to pay attention because I don't think they, they have a similar scene in Never Say Never Again. It's all done in an office. It's nev- not as dramatic. That they, they want you... The, the makers, the filmmakers, want you to pay attention to that yeah. scene because it's in that room and it's it's gorgeous, big room. I think Ken Adam knocked out like a really rocking set. Like, <laughs> oh, what do we do with this? Uh, should we have have sex in there? No, we already got a bunch of sex scenes. <laughs> How about we have a meeting? Why would the meeting be in this room? You know, because all the double O's are there. Yeah, yeah, fine. Are we going to see the other doubles? Nah. No, <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know it's it is a nice set. I'll, I'll give it, it. It's a nice set. I'll give them that. I don't know why it's there, but it's a nice set. It's a nice set. <laughs> but again, that goes back to the point we've been bringing up a few times. It's it's about the spectacle. It's about the bigness of Thunderball. It's not that's about the, the details. It's well, not about the details. No, it's not about uh, the details. When you you hear, and that's I think it's it's fairly well documented that you know that was the appeal of that movie. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest one yet. I think yeah. it was on the poster, and it is the biggest one until the next one. Until the next one, where they blow up a hollow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god. But it, you know, there is an impressive an impressiveness about Thunderball that I, I I don't know if that many of the other I mean you have your Spy Who Loved Me's, you have your You Only Live Twice's, you have your uh, Moonrakers. But what other ones really match Thunderball as far as like, you know what, I almost don't care about the plot details because it's just so glorious to look at. Because, um, you know, well, Casino Royale is a great film. Yeah, but Casino Royale isn't, it's a great movie. It's not a big movie. Like Thunderball's like, whoa, we're underwater and there are missiles, yeah, subs, uh, and specters yeah. there. Uh, uh, Thunderball is show, showing off. I, I think the... What other movie that they're showing up and they they're really I would say probably actually the Spy Who Loved Me really wants to show up because mm. it's coming after the man with the, the like the under and that's a thing also it, I'm gonna blow your mind but a, a very subconscious thing that you probably I don't know if you picked up on it but it's the first widescreen Bond yeah so well, that's, they're the one, it's, they it's want the first to show three five widescreen yeah. The other but, ones are widescreen. Just yeah, but uh, okay, super widescreen, whatever. Do you understand what I mean? <laughs> Screw you. But the next, the, after that, you know, they, they, the, I think they done super widescreen until, is, is Live and Let Die? No, Live and Let Die Live is, and Let Die is 185. Man with the Golden Gun is 185. And then uh, they revert to 2.35. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's the thing. Me. Like that that one, Moonraker also really yeah. wants to blow you. And Moonraker is really showing up, especially at the end with the effects. Oh, yeah. And even some of the sets, some of the designs in that movie are just glorious. Yeah. It looks like a, a Steve Jobs presentation, like a, a time with screens everywhere. Mm. It's just like, okay, mm. this is... Yeah. Amazing that was done in 1979. I, I'm basically, you know what? I it just dawned on me. So basically, the ones that show off are this one and everything Lewis Gilbert directed. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> Would you say No Time to Die shows off? It kind of shows off. Uh, kind of shows off. Maybe a bit, but it doesn't. The thing is that it doesn't have as much to show off. It feels that that, that movie is, you know. It's mostly the end where they oh we have a base for a villain. Mm. Mm. So yeah. it's, it's an old bunker. Yeah. We've done one of those before, and it really looks like like I'm pretty sure they film like that 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 um, it looks like the interior of the submarine that time the wing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the set was built on this like exactly at the same. Yeah. Place it looks like like it. Uh, mm. What what's what's your least favorite detail about Thunderball? Your least favorite moment, and what's your favorite detail about Thunderball? Favorite. I'm gonna start with the favorite because uh, we've mentioned it. It's Fiona Volpe. Mm. I think you'll agree with me, unless you're mistaken. No, I'd I'd go with uh, I'd go with Fiona Volpe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not you know obviously she's attractive but she's fits her portrayal yeah she's like, fun you know because they've, the, the Bond movies are replenished pl- re, with, with uh, replenishes that replete replete the replete uh, please fix please fix this in the edit no. replete with beautiful gorgeous women but not all of them are that captivating and mm. this one you know it, uh, mm. it's, it's, she grabs my attention yeah. but you're gonna have a good yeah, time so before it's, it's over especially the villains you need to do something special and uh, she makes up for maybe what Largo lacks not that I I don't dislike Largo but he's not one of the more interesting villains. he's a little bit impot- impotent 
How so? Uh, so you know, he, he's most of the plot is uh, him being have, having his uh, girlfriend stolen from under him <laughs> by Bond. Yeah, but that the problem is it's Bond. So. Yeah, but also he can't kill Bond, but so he has that woman to to kill. If I get married, and I'm open to the to the idea, if I get married, and uh, <laughs> I find out one day that my wife is uh, is cheating on me, obviously my instinctual reaction naturally would be frustration, confusion, sadness, and when my wife says. Yeah, I hooked up with James Bond. I'm like, can't win them all. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, makes sense. <laughs> so, I don't, I, I, I suppose so. Although, what I do like about Largo, I like it when my villains are a little bit hands-on. Uh, I think that's why I like Telly Savalas as Blofeld. Yeah. Uh, and I like the fact that Largo goes underwater with them. He, he's got a Captain Kirk quality because he beams down to the planet and <laughs> yes he's Captain Kirk it's uh, you should like Largo a lot more huh? there's yeah, a lot of Captain Kirk in him I like the eye patch eye patch uh, is a nice touch it's, it's not cool. it's not in the book if I remember correctly I don't believe so no is it in the book I don't no, remember no he just has massive hands in the book mm-hmm. that's all I remember oh he's younger in the book and he's, he's like in his he's early 40s he's like 40s. really fit and like yeah, a former wrestler he's from Rome I mind you the actor plays him i don't know if he's roman but he's italian um yeah the the version the largo in the book is is a bit younger i think he's early 40s he's a former wrestling champion he's also a this made me chuckle when i read it the other day he is because he's been in nassau for a little bit he's a like a ski he's like a local ski champion or something like that. <laughs> Sidu, Sidu, yeah, Sidu champ. That was always pretty funny. It's like, well, I guess when you've been there for a while, you start doing their sports. But yeah, he's very athletic, and they they sort of play on that a little bit in the film. There's a little bit of a fisticuffs at the end. It's maybe a little bit weird. Yeah, no, seeing but like, Connery. like you said, he's involved. He's he's done. When the plane crashes, he's. I think in the book it's nameless good number five that actually kills uh, yeah. the Domino's I mean, brother, but in the movie it's it's Largo himself mm. who. Uh, Mm. Kills him. Did you say what your least favorite thing about Thunderball is? Honestly, it's it's there's nothing in particular. It's more like a question of pacing mm-hmm. and you know the, the 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 padded. But even the padded, the padding is part of the allure of that movie. You know, mm-hmm. it just you know, mm-hmm. oh he's doing that again. Well, I don't mind. It's kind of cool. Right. But right. You know, if you're there for the plot or the and the tension, the tension is not. There's mm-hmm. no tension in that movie. Like there's a, a nuke that could go off any any second. When you know, I, True Lies has more tension than <laughs> this movie. I don't know if I'll go that far, but uh, sure. <laughs> I'm just um just to 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 prove a point because both of them want to blow up Miami. The, oh yeah. One I has guess, a nuke yeah. that explodes. The other doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, one thing we've, uh, I, I can't recollect if we talked about this on the original review, which is a good few years ago at this point, but um, I've always made the claim that this is my favorite John Barry score. Um, and I was trying to pay, you know, as much attention to the music as I could, because you tend to get invested in the action too. Um, I think I'm going to stick with it. I think it's still my favorite John Barry. Oh, score. he's the MVP uh, of, of 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 that movie. He's definitely the MVP. Interesting, the MVP. So you would say he he makes this movie. I think he had 
tension and drama to scenes that if you know if you relied only on sound effects <laughs> mm. a lot of the underwater stuff would be boring as mm -hmm. hell like yeah. he adds to it like the, the entire uh ending is just music there's there's mm. no like so yeah no he's the mvp of that mm. movie mm. well they do they do put some sound effects in there but again it's imagine if it were just that like <laughs> well that's that's what you hear when you're going underwater just your, your own breathing it's, mm. it's it's not very cinematic that it's little just, bubbles it can create tension but no for something that's not an epic underwater b b yeah, battle. Right. You know, exactly. The climax doesn't require... I mean, yeah, to an extent it requires some tension. But what you really want to accomplish in your climax of a Bond movie is the wow factor. Tension doesn't necessarily equate to wow. Wow equates to wow. And, and the music does help quite a bit. There is something funny. I, I can't remember if it was on the old uh, JBR episodes when they would... Uh, they would have these music of Bond episodes, and they'd go movie by f movie by movie. And um, I don't want to misquote them. It might not have been them who said this, but I, I'll never forget someone in the in the Bond fan community said, John Barry just has this insane ability of um, writing music that will just make you. It'll just make you think about the thing the music is supposed to be about. Like the music in Diamonds Are Forever sounds like diamonds. Diamonds don't have noise, <laughs> but it sounds like diamonds. The music in Thunderball sounds like I'm scuba diving. Scuba diving doesn't have music, but it sounds like I'm scuba diving. With its, it, there's that f magical quality about his, his his music that is on full display uh, yeah. in Thunderball. Oh, we're going down. It's like... <laughs> There's an hypnotic uh, quality to that specific score. Mm, mm, uh, it's very... Mm. I, 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 I like it. It's, uh, um, you know, when I'm going snorkeling or swimming and I'm filming underwater... Uh, in my mind, that's the music oh, that's yeah. playing. Oh, uh, yeah. There's not, not, nothing else can play, really. Uh, maybe I think we've sort of broached a lot of the topics. And maybe one other one that comes to mind is, uh, you know, Felix Slater number 331. Oh, my God, he's the worst. I, I know I've went to bat for it. This time I couldn't, be, for that, he's the worst. He's, he's in love with James Bond, like literally. Where is this coming from? It's like, oh. Oh, oh! On you, every everything fits you, uh, James Bond, because uh, you look good in everything. When he puts him on, I'm like, oh my god! Like he's he's just impotent and just um, he's very bleh. I I used to put well, that's him. That's the vibe I get. I don't get impotent. I get bleh. I get yeah, bleh. but very blah, but very you know, I can't do anything, so I have to let James Bond do everything. Like he's hmm. he feels incompetent. Yeah. And I used to like him. I don't know why now. I don't know why. The shades. So, so probably the shades because it reminds me of uh, what's his face. Jack and, Lord. Yeah, Jack Lord. I forgot his name, but Jack Lord is number one. Number two is uh, Jack Lord leads uh, Spectre. No, I didn't know that. I misread that movie completely. <laughs> you asshole. That's not my me. That no, I, I'm gonna correct. No, this is me being an asshole correcting you. That's not me being an asshole. That's me being a dumbass. <laughs> so he's my favorite, Felix Leiter, uh, Jack Lloyd, and this one is probably. Uh, I'd probably put him neck and neck with the guy from Live It Let Die. What? Oh uh, no, not Live It Let Die. Sorry, Diamonds Are Forever. 
Right. Okay. I've, I, I, misspoke. I misspoke. I misspoke. <laughs> sorry. I sorry. Like, sorry. We gonna. You, you, no, 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 I you, misspoke. You, you leaving the studio battered and bruised today, bro. <laughs> I, I misspoke because I was going to say, oh, my, one of my favorite is the one from License to Kill. It's the same from Magnificent Dimat. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm a big David Edison fan myself. I, I, I like, um, what's his face, Jeffrey Wright quite a bit too. But this guy, this n- nut job here, n- Nutter, Rick Nutter, Van maker. Nutter, Nutter Maker, uh, the Rick Van Nutcracker, is just... It's just boring. It's really boring. Really I, I don't know what, what I saw in him, but I, no, he's very boring. And I don't... I, th- I think he's one step above the one from Diamonds Are Fair, just because he's physically closer, like he's taller mm. uh, than the, the, the other one. It looks like um, James Bond Butler. Like he's so short. Um, Anything else about Thunderball? Uh, no, I'm... Uh, you know what? Um, if they start remaking, because you know nobody knows what what's happening with Bond twenty six. If they were to start remaking uh, older Bond mm-hmm. stories uh, for a twenty first century audience, um, you know I, I don't know how we you you'd probably need some updating. But I hope they would finally be able to nail it because I don't think any of the previous iteration really nailed that so and it's not you know what we're, we're talking about thunderball the book like if oh my god it's and it's middle of the roads middle of the road for me for, for fleming a matter it's, of opinion but yeah? uh, it's a matter of opinion do you think it's one of his best book i think it's pretty solid okay what's your ranking for the book? Like only what what i don't know aren't that many of them only 14 so yeah so uh i put it in, in straight in the middle but uh I can flirt with the top five. I don't know, I don't know if it's in there, but it can flirt with it. Although, again, six is flirting with five, and six is almost I, middle. You got five. a bunch of short story collections. So, uh, anyway, I, I, you know, I don't think they've nailed it yet. And uh, you know, they, this this book, this movie gets some of the things of the book right. Has things that are fun but sometimes unnecessary and clogs up uh, sort of the the narrative mm. drive mm. Um, the narrative engine um, you know, we didn't talk about uh, Blofeld but he's in this movie and uh, there's a scene that's straight from the book ad- mm-hmm. ad- ad- adapted but you know kind of cool when he we see that um, what is it called the uh, uh, l'institut pour la relocalisation des victimes de guerre some quelque chose les personnes déplacées something very pretentious but it's, <laughs> I think it's the same name I believe it is I believe it is it's also in Paris you know they they are taking some inspiration from uh, from the book but the, see even that the issue with that is that in the book we've never seen Spectre before this is the introduction to Spectre now oh my goodness they're pretending to be this nice charitable organization but it's actually Spectre so there's a bit of a a, a twist within this revelation, you know, when we discover what the front is. We've seen Spectre a couple of times in these damn movies. This is just like, I mean, so again, even that effect is sort of watered down. Yeah. Um, and we met Blofeld in the second movie. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. So it's not quite, I mean, the set is amazing. Um, but, you know, they didn't have to go to Paris for this. Mind you, they only shot for two seconds in Paris. The set is obviously in Pinewood. But, but yeah, it's one of those... It's one of those things where, yeah, they they seem to have just been obsessed with 
they absolutely had to translate certain things from the book, but I feel some of the things they chose to translate didn't need to be translated. It doesn't need to be in the movie. No, <laughs> no, that well, they, they they picked they added stuff, and they picked stuff to keep that you know could easily have been removed, like that that entire uh, plot point of the Spectre meeting. You could just have have mm-hmm. him already in in the NASA. It it it, it doesn't really you know it reiterates elements that you later find out like a lot of stuff is repeated repeated mm. repeated but have you ever been on the um thunderball wikipedia page thunderballs.org no 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 that's um something else the thunderball wikipedia page no it's weird plot cast okay <laughs> production history uh possible sequels um see also mm-hmm. <laughs> outline of james bond next point do you have people everywhere oh my god mm. he's back he's back and he's he's yeah. hacking the, the 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 wikipedia page maybe not his best coup i can't have yeah, just no, any tom I, dick and jane i, I think I, even i can act like modify the wikipedia page and mm. say that you know. no not that i think i wrote a plot synopsis that spent 20 seconds on on a wikipedia page didn't we do it for one of the uh the gardner novels or that, that's possibly, possibly i mean it didn't wasn't up there very long but uh somebody kicked it out yeah yeah they're like, what the hell is this but yeah i think for for a new york minute my uh my synopsis was <laughs> i don't know what it was but anyways we do have people everywhere wouldn't you agree matthew yes i would www.thejamesbondcomplex.com dot the com ça va bien ça va instagram bien? at uh the jamesbondcomplex.com uh <laughs> facebook it's um the james bond complex the facebook uh, at uh james bond complex people can figure these things out they just need to write the platform the, the only place we are we we left twitter so uh you want months ago i mean it's, i know but like old, bear, old hat yeah but for 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 new listeners or people who are just mm. you know it's it's, it's, it's we've right. said it so many times before so it's well, if we said it before, we'll say it now. We are no longer on Twitter because mm-hmm. it's it's the worst place on the internet. There's YouTube, um, and there's Anchor.fm, mm-hmm. Spotify. Can't forget Spotify. Spotify is great. Uh, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts is awesome. Oh, Balado Quebec, Balado Diffusion Quebec. Puts in, and uh, but you can forget about all those because the best one, obviously, is Apple Podcasts. My friends. No, no, it's Palado Diffusion Quebec. No, no, it's la merde, ça. Uh, <laughs> Apple Podcast, search for the James Bond Complex, subscribe, write a review, leave us a five-star glowing golden glowing review, and let us know uh, which of um, the leading ladies uh, you would like to uh, take out for dinner. Which of the leading ladies you would like to take out for some conch chowder. <laughs> On that note, just as James Bond always returns... Uh, again, bears repeating. We're in a bit of a gray area. Not really sure what's going on, but he'll he'll show up. Oh, sh- he'll, he'll show up. Um, and in one or many pieces, it's a little bit difficult because when you're incinerated, you know there are, there's a lot of you, but every piece of you is so tiny that it's a little bit. Well, we need to put put it back in in, in, mm. in one piece. 
oh, you know what they could do? They could find his little charred uh, remains no, no, and they, build a statue of Daniel Craig uh, with those charred it's, remains. It's, it's, it, it, the Hulk's going to show up and f- with the, 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 the Thanos glove and, and uh. bring uh, Bond back. That's that's Bond 26. It's a crossover with the MCU. <laughs> Why not at this point? What the, isn't it a multiverse saga now? Yeah, so... I'm sure James Bond is actually a Marvel character. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> James Bond... You're part of a bigger universe. Welcome to the MCU. Yeah, God. Um, but that being said, just as James Bond always returns, so too with the James Bond complex. Sur ce, toujours, et j'insiste sur ce point, c'est très important que je m'exprime sur ce point. C'est toujours un plaisir, mes chers amis. Sur ce, à la prochaine. Et au revoir. Hasta la próxima. Pas qu'à ciao, belle et dans... Shut up, 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 sh